on, come on, come on. How you want it, call Yak the Patron? Brunch with the boys, we gon' give you what you want. And what you don't know, we about to put you on. Come on, come on, come on. How you want it, call Yak the Patron? Brunch with the boys, we gon' give you what you want. And what you don't know, we about to put you on. Yes, we are the trending topic. Three relationship profits. Brunch with the boys, we the hottest. Brunch with the boys, we the hottest. Boys from Dex here, another episode of Brunch with the Boys. What's going on, gentlemen? How we doing today? Jeezy, what's good, everybody? We here. Yeah, Mr. Jenna, sure. Live in charge, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Jeezy said we here like we had a choice. <laughs> None whatsoever. Yeah. I mean, we, we don't have to be here. Niggas out here dying. Though. This virus killing niggas for real. Well, right? yeah, yeah. Speaking of niggas dying, what are we talking about tonight? <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a good segue. That's a good segue right there. Pick it up now. I'm talk about something that is crazy because I met this chicken. She's a widow. And she told me how difficult it's been for her to meet men. And that once they find out that her husband died, they run. You know, she said you would think because she's pretty, because she, the, there's no baby daddy drama, you would think, you know what I mean? You jump on that situation because to me, it sounded gravy. Yeah. But she said she, once a man finds out her husband dies, like these niggas worried if the, she, that she gonna kill them too, you know? That's tough. That's tough. Yeah. I can imagine. I guess my question to y'all would be, would you date a chick who lost her husband? Would that affect your decision in any way? Um, I, I would say for me, probably not. I think it would depend on the manner in which he, he the guy passed away. Um, he was she, murdered. He was murdered, FYI, by the police. God dang, man. Well, you, well, you know, that's loaded, though, because he could have just been coming home from work and got murdered from the police. No, he was. It wasn't. It ended, she has a civil case and everything uh, against oh. He ended up getting murdered by the police, wrongful, you know, profiling and shit like that. Yeah, that that, that wouldn't that wouldn't that wouldn't stop me at all. Um, if he got if he got murdered during a drug deal, go wrong. She's probably used to a type of lifestyle that I'm not, and yeah. so I probably wouldn't. You know, I probably wouldn't pay her any attention. But and but if he got if he got wrong, by the might be looking for her still too. That nigga didn't get his money. Somebody, you know what I mean? Somebody else might have to pay. Unfinished business. You know, but what what? What other type of deaths would even matter? You know what I mean? What if he died at, at war in <laughs> country? Would any? But how the husband died? How does that matter? Go ahead, Jay. No, I I don't know. I mean, to Des's point, I guess depending on the circumstances of that person's death, will give you some insight on on that woman. And he gave you a good uh, point or aspect if if he was associated with a drug deal gone wrong and she was cool with that lifestyle then you know we deal with a certain type of a certain level of ratchetness you know what i'm saying not everyone downfall right shout out to the ratchet hole yeah I, you know i mean we all thoroughly enjoy it um hey, hey. <laughs> but, uh or it could be a different situation where um you know it's uh it was a long drawn out uh death associated with cancer and and there might be some associated impact with you know living and dealing and with death and and the looming death for a period of time that that fucks with a person's psyche so for me it's more like how long has it been since that death because 
I think that's more important because depending on what that relationship was, whether that she was desperately in love or whether she couldn't stand that nigga. I mean, there's different stances because if she's desperately in love with this person and he died and it's a short period of time, there's a lot more to work around. But she still knows she has to move on, though. So to me, I don't, it's a real difficult situation because when you get into it, you have to be so cognizant of the fact that she lost her husband. So what emotional you know, backfire comes from that. What, what, what are you going to have to deal with forever moving forward? Well, and geez, that's what I was going to say too. It's like, you know, this individual who's sharing with you that, um, that dudes are running away, which she may not be saying, I don't know. Right. But she yeah. could be saying, you know, dude in the house chilling or they going on a date. And she goes, I love when Donald used to open my car door. I, you know, Donald crazy. used to open up <laughs> all the time. This nigga, name, my name is, my name Greg. So why we keep talking about Donald, man? I know you look Donald him. sounds dapper, though. He look like he dressed But, but to be <laughs> fair, you mentioned something. She actually was happily married to this guy. So if, how do you approach that from a standpoint of she's not trying to be disrespectful. She's trying to keep his memory, you know, for someone that she cared about. But she knows he's not here. She has needs. She wants to move on. And essentially she is. But that doesn't mean that part of her life it goes away. I think you. I think you can compartmentalize that though, and still be and still be respectful. Her part being respectful to the new the new man she's in a relationship with, but also of you being a new dude. I think you can you can be sensitive to some of those things. And what I mean is, you can't be saying this motherfucking name every day like this. The way he used to make steaks, he used to love his t shirts folded this way. That's the shit I'm not trying to hear. Yeah. But if it's an anniversary, you guys had kids or something, or you this is your anniversary date, and it's just a really somber time for you. Yeah. That's when I, you know, if I'm your dude, unless you want to, you want to have some drinks and just chill out, you want to make you some dinner. What, what do you need? How can I support? That's, that's a good point, Dad. And you balance it out because there's a point where is she really is that is that person that's no longer with you really a part of your past, or are they still very much present? And yeah. and I think that's one of the things that you got. You have to kind of take into consideration and take into consideration whether. It, does that person still feel like there's some unfinished business there, right? And they're hungry. No, I'm just saying. But if you have, if you have that, and it's a, a feeling that's alive and well, then you really haven't let go enough to even move on. So you probably sure shouldn't even be in a space, know. regardless of whether you had needs. You can't emotionally give something to someone else that you don't have right now. It's not present for you. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, from their guy's perspective, that the ones that run. Man, nigga want the pussy. You know what I'm saying? I, I want this. I want that. I can't be dealing with your emotional, you know what I'm saying, shit right now. I go in for the pussy and you in a somber moment because you just had a flashback of a good time with buddy. And now I can't get the pussy and I'm supposed to be empathetic. And now I got to hold you through this shit. hard. <laughs> I said my shit rub up on you on your thigh and I'm ready to go. And you like, really, nigga? I'm like, God damn, bitch, I'm human. So I, I can see why a man would run. I, I could see you know, where the issues can come up where you just really want to be who you are, you know? Let me ask you guys a question. So, you know, we all have kids, right? And I guess my question would be is um, any relationship that you would have, let's say, unfortunately, there was some issue with the mother of your kids. And this is, you know, we don't want this, but we're talking about this topic. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you're in a new relationship. Right. In the times when, you know, you you guys go on vacation and you might have a shared moment, something you remember from 
a kid's mom or maybe it's an anniversary day. I mean, how would you guys, I know we're looking from a man's perspective as well, but how would you, and guys, you guys are men, how would you guys deal with that situation? And how much would the the, the mother of your kids or your, your old relationship be prevalent in kind of your, your, your current relationship? Go ahead, Jant, you tell me. I mean, that's, I think that's hard to say. And again, I think that depends on the status um, of that relationship. Um, because, you know, whether you were with that person, whether you weren't, um, whether you guys were in a complicated situation or whether it was vibrant and well, I think some of that plays a, a, a toll. But I think it also depends on how long that person's been in your life. There's a difference of being of someone being in your life 20 years versus someone who was in your life five years and was taken from you soon. You know, one you grew, you kind of grew up with one, is you know, it was a, a new introduction later on in your life. There's a, there's a different hold on ownership when it comes to some of that, but I think that if I'm if I'm going to answer that as straight as possible, um, with no you know real absolutes, I think that I have to allow myself time enough to to mourn the situation, time enough to allow myself to determine whether I can um, I can deal with someone else without like offloading all my baggage on them constantly. Because it's all right if you do it here and there, but if, if I'm going to be offloading constantly, dog, that's a, a red flag and a, a clear indicator that I'm not ready, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I think you're right. It definitely depends on whether or not you're happy or you were happy. If I was happy in the situation, I don't need to move on until I'm ready. See, I think that's a, a something we didn't really speak to. If you're not ready to move on, then don't. Just don't. Don't start fucking with people and then feel some type of way when they react opposite of what you would like when you're still bringing in that baggage that you talked about. So to me, if you're not ready, stay out, you know what I mean? And just chill because Mm -hmm. coming in to me, I know what's what. And yeah, I need to be empathetic on some level, but to what extent does it stop? And I don't mean to sound like an asshole, but (laughs) I don't hear about that nigga on a regular basis. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? And I know there's a picture up inside your living room of that nigga, and that's cool because the kid's in it too. But I don't need to see you and him <laughs> locked lips. You know, so you know those pictures when we're kissing and shit, and the bitch got a leg up and shit. Yeah, that's that looks cute. Take that picture down, bitch. I came through. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know if you need to live your life in that way to where you put. She can't take. Like, she can't take that picture down yet until until it's a solidified. Until. But that's my point, though. She can. Another level. No, you know she can and she needs to if she wants. A man to come in and think he's gonna have every man wants his own place. Every man wants to feel like this is his and she wants me. If I come in and I see that shit, nigga, that's a dick shriveler. It's gonna be hard to say, oh, I feel she wants me, she cares when that nigga kissing her, tongue kissing and all. How you put tongue in the picture and it's right there in the living room? So to me, if you need to live that life, put the picture away, hide it. If this you need to keep it up, that's something you need to do. But then you really gotta ask yourself if you wanna keep it up, maybe you're not ready yet. Hey, so let me ask you. Let me ask you a question, Des. So, if you're in, if you're a, a, a widower, like recent, or someone has died recently, well, let's say one to two years, or even, and then think about even further than that. Um, do you think like dating apps is the best place to actually find the the next person that you're that you plan to move on with because you're ready, given the fact of of what dating apps really are known for, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I would say, you know what? It really depends on what you're looking for. And I think it, I think it, 
I think that's what it is. And here's what I mean. And also to, to answer your first question, I don't know that it's the best, but I think it's the most efficient. And I think those things can be different, right? Because mm-hmm. to me, and maybe because I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a kid who grew up in the in the really grew up in the nineties, right? I mean, that's when I like I really start doing shit, right? Nineties, I was I was legit. So um, you know, just growing up and, and, and being a guy in my thirties, like I'm used to you in social situations and you have to be able to have a conversation. You know what I mean? I, I, I talked to, talk to my son about this, right? He's a young man, right? He ain't old, he's a minor, but I'm like, y'all little, y'all youngers don't know how to have conversations no more. You know what I mean? Like the art of talking to someone and interacting with them in person and looking in their face. I think there's no substitute for that. There's no app, there's no telephone call, there's no, no, no video messaging thing that takes away from that. However, if you are working, you're a single parent, you have a taxing schedule, that is not the most efficient way. The most efficient way is these dating apps. Um, and what you're doing is you're putting yourself up for fucking auction <laughs> to a bunch <laughs> of motherfuckers at the same time, right? And then you get to choose and all those folks who are interested come forward because you've already stepped out on a limb and say, I'm looking for this. As a matter of fact, I believe on some of these, I'm not sure. I mean, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't frequent those apps, but they even tell you, put what you're looking for. Right. And so everybody knows there's no reading your mind. And then the folks who are interested in what you are come forward and it makes your job a lot more easier and efficient, time efficient. So it probably wouldn't be my go to initially. Um, and I don't want to get too sidetracked either, but mm-hmm. on dating apps and again, you know, I'm not in the game strong. So that being said, I don't know if I'm a man. You I don't think you would lead that you're a widower. I don't think women should even lead. With the fact that, right. hey, I'm out here looking for a serious long life. I want my king. I want my marriage. I, I don't think you lead with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's strong. That's strong. Even a man who ultimately wants that. Mm-hmm. That shit too much pressure. Because the thing about any relationship, it's supposed to just happen naturally. So you want to meet someone. You want to become friends. You want to vibe. You know what I'm saying? You want to get your dick wet. But anything that goes beyond that, that should happen organically. And to me... When you put it all on front street from the jump and said, I want marriage, house, kids, yada, yada, to me, any man's going to backstab. And maybe that's not every man. Maybe nine out of ten is what I would say percentage wise, because there is there's going to be one guy, you know, square as he may be. He's going to be ready to jump at all. But I just think most men don't want to hear everything up front. You know what I mean? In yeah. that situation. I got a question for, for each of you. And maybe Jen, you take it first. But so Jen and I, well, shit, I think, you know, I'm too, Jeezy. We know a guy, and, and I think we're not getting off too, too, too far because we're talking about dating and being in a relationship with the widower. And I think you can make the case that for widower, by virtue of being a widower, was married, therefore in that committed relationship probably with kids. And so that may be something that's familiar to her and something that she's looking at having again to fill that void very quickly, right? So in that same vein, I, I don't, you know, Jeezy, I, and I agree with you. Like personally, I agree with what you exactly what you just said, but I'm going to play devil's advocate on the other side because I think that's, a lot of women nowadays are more like they don't want to waste their time, right? They got a couple of kids or two. They got a job. They got bills. They don't got time for niggas. Hey, two kids, two baby daddies. Those the ones listen. that always go that route. <laughs> but listen, but listen to me. But I think that, run, but I boys, think that they don't want to listen. But I think that they don't want to waste their time. And I think here's the thing: you can say niggas just want the pussy, but like there, to your point, you also made the point very eloquently that there are some guys that are looking for more. And so I think for her to say, look. Here's what I'm looking for. If you're not looking for this, that is fine. Do your thing, boo. Okay. But it's yeah. but it's not what I'm looking for. And I got a problem with you 
talking about people who got multiple baby daddies. This has been my stick. Then we're going to get way back on the tracks. But my thing about this is, and keep in mind, my mom and my daddy been married 40 some years. And me and my brother got the same mom and daddy, even though we're decades apart in age because my parents was wild. But back to this. Look, look at this. <laughs> If you're a female and you get you get married to a guy, right? And I, I know friends in this situation, you get married to a guy and you're young, right? You're 18, 19, you get a baby, you think that's what you're supposed to do. And then the nigga don't treat you right, right? Or y'all just ain't really supposed to be married. Y'all was fucking around because y'all was kids and he liked you and you like him and y'all good people, but y'all ain't supposed to be together. So you leave him and then you meet another nigga two, three years later, you have a baby by him. You've been living with him for 12 months, everything good. And he started beating the dog shit out of you. And so you leave his ass. So now technically you got two kids by two baby daddy, but that don't make you a whore. You know what I mean? I, I never really wanted to imply that it makes you a whore, but I want to say it. You did it. Did I? No, you <laughs> said I, I don't oh, Okay. Because I wouldn't put it past myself. That's why I said that. <laughs> but I don't want to call, I don't want to say that she's a whore, but that's a woman who clearly is making shitty decisions. Like I know many women who have multiple baby daddies and Two, three of those niggas fuck ups. God damn! After the first time, bitch, right. you don't pick another fuck up. So in your right. in your example, the first nigga seems decent, right? The next nigga punch you in your shit. If I if I if the third nigga punch you in the shit hole, what's the common denominator here? And to me, I just think we have to be responsible for our choices. You know, we've all been in relationships where it, it was shitty. I feel like we would learn you know, take a lesson from whatever that happened in that relationship moving forward and never allow ourselves to get in that position. So when something like that surfaces and I see, you know what, I seen that shit last time that hoe was tripping, you got to end it. And, and, and what I would definitely say to a woman that I don't have to say to a man because we, you know, we have the upper hand in that way, in that, uh, in that way, stop giving these niggas babies so quick. You know what I mean? Like, man, I know raw pussy is awesome. Shit, I love it. Maybe more than I love my kids, depending on the day. But my point of the matter is, you don't fall so victim to it. Nigga done told you this sweet nothing's there. Your example, D, you said 12 months. If you get pregnant from a nigga after 12 months and you already got a a, a child from another man who, who, who left you or you left him, I need to be solidified in this decision. And 12 months doesn't say, you know what, let's have another baby. When a nigga punch so you in the face I think, I think, 12 I months in a day? Like, you know I listen, what I mean? I get what you're saying. I think You saw that nigga was angry at eight months when he choked your ass a lot out a little longer when you was in the pussy. Like, baby, I, I gave you the pineapples double tap and you kept choking. <laughs> that was a, a tail sign that, that this right. nigga would punch you in the throat if you, you know, set the listen, shit off. Listen. So why would you have his baby? I get it. And, and I think it has more to do, I know it's a good indicator of whether you're making the appropriate decisions or not in your life. And, and that's one thing. And, and I think the other thing is just honestly, just ensuring that what you're doing is in the best interest of you. And if you feel like honestly having three, four, five, six baby daddies in the best interest of you, that's, that's, that's no your life. No hope feels that way. But, no hope but feels that way. in all honesty, it is going to be a red flag for other men who are truly going to be the appropriate suit for you and the appropriate fit for you. And you're going to miss out on some opportunities just based off of sheer perception, dog. Yeah. So they got to just think about perception. And and, uh, men, and we all deal with perception every day. We all do, especially black men. Yeah, we right. all deal. If black men deal with perception. We got to fight that every day. So what makes it less different for a woman or a black woman or a woman of color or whoever woman um, in a similar situation not to have to fight um, perception as well? I mean, you're equally responsible let, for it. Let me, let me say this, though. And this is, and like I said, then I, then I know we want to get back on it. Here's what I would say, too, though. 
and we've had this conversation in different platforms, right? Just as friends, but also on, on the podcast. Yo, men are are made to deprogram the common sense of women. Like, do you get what I'm saying? Like, and, and what I mean by that is, you know, we, we talk about us having kids. We got daughters. We all do. And we definitely give our daughters the game. Let me tell you something. My daughter's getting the game. She's young, right? She's young. She's only 10, but I'm telling her age-appropriate shit. And as she gets older, I'm telling her that nigga. I'm telling her that real shit. So she going, she going, no. And what we always say, Jesus, what we always say, we like, dog, and as much game as they know, it's going to be that one nigga come. He's going to be smooth. It's going to be like us, right? He got good grades. He good looking. He got a good family, unassuming. And he wants the same shit that ratchet ass nigga. He just yeah. way better. Oh, yeah. Little street swag. Yeah. That's you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. She's going to fall victim to it. And, and, and I think you're right about that. You know, and I always say every woman and man, for that matter, wants to be handled. So when you meet someone that knows how to handle your personality, you know what I mean? And knows how to kind of sway you here and there. That shit is easy to fall victim. And to That's me, true. nothing's more vulnerable than a, a woman with multiple fathers. For the, what? How that bitches? Dog. And I don't take this wrong, ladies. But y'all know y'all want nothing more than a nigga who will stay. Nothing more. You, want, you don't. Nah, nigga, the, nigga, dick don't got to be big. Uh, nigga, money don't got to be strong. All you want is stability. You want to know that nigga is going to be there tomorrow. I, I, dog, am I lying, Daz? Hey, Jesus, would they say the best ability is availability? Come on, man. Come on, man. So I think, and you get to us, and we've gone to totally off subject, but again, when you get into these situations, and, and I guess in a way we're, we're talking about the same thing is because if you meet a widower, you're going to make a decision whether you want to run or not. To me, I think a man does that with any woman he meets. If I meet a woman and she has two kids, two baby daddies, my first thing that comes to my mind is why? Why, why, why did this happen to you again? The second time? Seriously? And now you're on the third go-around? So I think we all need to assess whoever we're dating and whatever we're doing to see what, if we're doing going down the right path. And I think, I think it's, a, it's all about what your goal is uh, as, as a man in that situation, or even a woman with a dude that lost his wife, right? Or we'll talk. a significant other. It's really about assessing whether this person is here solely just for immediate gratifi uh, gratification, which is going to be about whether I'm going to get this dick or I'm going to get this pussy, or whether this person is, has the ability to play the long game. This person is really here for the the purpose of seeing this through enough to deal with some of my insecurities, to deal with um, still me tolerating some of the, the subsiding and, and waiting for me to help subside some of this pain. Just all these other little quirks that come associated with a, with grief and loss and being able to get back on the saddle to ride this horse back into the sunset. The people who are, have that long-term mindset, they're willing to be able to navigate that. Someone out here who's just out here to get it, they ain't trying to do that. And mm -hmm. you, just, hey, you should be able to figure even, that out. Even if you're on, no, even if you're on that app and you list out there, you're a widow, widower, niggas still don't care. Even the short game niggas still going to say, well, maybe I have a chance, dog. I'm going to go ahead no, and No, no, but that's my point, though. But that's my point, though. Man, you, you can't show your hand. Don't, okay, don't play, play Uno. Uno. Okay. Don't show my goddamn. I've just been killing Uno with my kids. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to show my hands. There's no way I win when I show you everything. I got to slowly unfold, and then I win the game. Ladies, you want a man. You don't tell him you're a widow. You don't jump and say, yeah, I got two, three baby dads. I mean, all of this is going to come out eventually, but I just wouldn't lead with that information on a dating app or even on a face-to-face -face date. Uh, uh, 
we talked about this once before, Des, where people who drink, people who smoke trees, et cetera, et cetera. Uh-huh. If you, you may think a weed smoker ain't shit. So I meet you, I smoke trees, you know, for example, for the sake of this example, if I don't tell you I smoke and we get to know each other and then you learn later that I smoke, you're going to be okay with it because you know who I am. Versus if I, on the first day, say, hey, look, I smoke trees, you're going to say, man, what a weed head. He's a smoker. He doesn't do anything with his life. You know what I mean? So those preconceived notions that come with anything and, and multiple baby fathers is one of those. And the, the odd thing is multiple baby mothers doesn't even work the same way. Nigga can have six goddamn baby mamas. I bet you that seventh bitch ready. <laughs> nah, you're right, though. You're I bet right. you she ready like Freddie. You know right. what I'm saying? So... I, I just think, you know, to bring it back to what we were talking about as far as the widow, you know, it's a tough situation and, and, and many people would run. And if and I try to reverse it and think what I would do if it were my wife who died. And if I'm happy, it's going to take time for me to get out there. If I'm not, if I wasn't happy, it may be a little easier for me to get out there because the bitch died and I was probably trying to get away from her anyway. So you're out here doing it. Just, you got to figure out that widower and understand what their life was. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, oh. I, I agree with you, Jeezy. I think it, I think, I think what you're saying is, and I agree with you, is that the relationship has to be based on some real shit that you would base any relationship on, right? Like it and and being a widow or a widower can't be the 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 prevailing thing, the thing that is a constant line throughout your relationship. It's like anything, right? You meet a girl and you find out she's real close to her dad and she just lost her dad two years ago, three years ago, right? That may seem like two, three years ago for you, but for her, she lost somebody she didn't know in her whole life, right? And that's going to be a part of her life forever, right? And so it's like the same way that you got to support her when her dad died or when he was sick or their anniversary when she had her fucking quincey or her sweet 16 or whatever it was, is the same way you have to support that woman, you know, around that person that she lost. But, I, you know, I also, one of those people I've always said, and, and I just I just believe this, because I think people are complex. You know, people always talk about, I mean, there was that one special person for me. I knew that one special person. When I saw her, I knew it. <laughs> like, nah, I don't believe in that. Like, I think I think there's, now there's seven, I used to say six billion. That's how over damn populated we are. There's seven and a half billion people uh, on this planet. You can't tell me that the one person for you live in Cutler Ridge, okay? Like you can't tell me. Why Cutler Ridge? That was a specific city of Dade County. Shout out to Dade County Trail. You know what I'm saying? You can't tell me that because my thing is, she only in Cutler Ridge because you live over there, right? But if you lived in LA and you was never going to be in Cutler Ridge, you'd be like this person, the perfect person for you lived in, lived in, you know, South Central or something. So I think people can be open to missing someone and that person being a really positive, hopefully, experience in their life and also finding somebody else and maybe with a different set of skills that helps them make some new positive memories. Oh, so yeah. You can have a nigga and love him, ladies. I can have a woman and love her. Something happens to him, whatever, whether the relationship ends or whether they die, you know, not to be too, but sticking to what we're talking about. Who mean, Who says that the next nigga you meet isn't technically a better nigga than the nigga you was with? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you have feelings for him, but this nigga might be more emotionally attentive. This nigga dick might be bigger. His money might be better. He might be funnier. You know what I mean? He might connect with you in different ways, more so than what you connected with your 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 uh your your dad husband. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean you know what I mean. No, I'm just keeping it real. Like, just because that person died and you were happy with him doesn't mean that they were the shit. You know what I mean? Move on. I, I think in life we have to realize 
when someone dies, oh my man, I had a good friend die. <laughs> no, this sounds horrible. Well, I had a friend die in October. Oh, the next day, life went on. The next day, the world went on. And I'm not saying that we don't forget. We don't, we don't need to remember those that pass. All I'm saying is you got to be willing to move forward because every day life is moving forward, whether or not we want to or not. Now, now all that I agree with, but in the, in the same breath, I think there's still some respect that's still even given in that situation. Out of respect, whether I was ready to move on or not, like, if I really cared about that person, I respect, I, I feel like I need to, for respect for myself and that person, I need to give myself time to mourn, time to remember, time to be nostalgic, time to work through my stages of grief, time to really put myself in the best place to always remember her, but understand that I still need to move on to your point. But that's not going to happen. And that's not going to happen in two weeks, my man. You know what I'm saying? No, like, no, 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 no. That's, that's not going to happen in a month. Out there. Like, it's it's going to have to be more than that. And even if I didn't, even if I couldn't stand that shit and she gave me my kids, a month ain't going to happen. Yeah. That, that still ain't going to happen, my nigga. Yeah. Like, Men and women are different. A woman's going to take longer. And when she gets out there, she's ready because no one made her go. A man, we're going to take less time, in my opinion, and we could be distraught, totally sad, and we're going to fuck a bitch in two weeks. Like, listen. Oh. <laughs> Listen, we're not going to be with her. There is no possibility for a relationship. There will be no long-lasting connections, but I, my dick will connect with that pussy of mine. And, and I said two right. weeks, but some niggas work their anger and grief out sexually. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and Jen, you know, our grandmother passed when when, when, when when she passed for me. All I wanted to do was fuck something. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to feel good. I wanted to feel alive. I wanted to, to enjoy some, what I can some when I am here. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Dope. So for men and, I, and women, I think that's entirely different. And uh, But, you know, to each their own. We just, I guess I'm just glad we talked about this because. This was interesting. Yeah, People I'm are like, dying. So. You know, this virus is killing people. People's husbands and wives. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns, his mom died. She was happily married to uh, his father who lived through the virus. Now he has to deal with this. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So it, it, I just think it was important to talk about this because there's like nothing a, it's wrong like there's going to be a whole new supply of, of, of widowed men and women um, based off of this. And, yeah, and nothing they're wrong. They're going to understand how to navigate through that stuff, too. That's know? real. Yeah, just follow your emotions, do your thing. And, you know, <laughs> what works for you may not work for someone else. And don't judge anybody. You know what I mean? Call Anthony Tom's dad might be in some pussy right now. Right now, now he should be on quarantine. But right after quarantine, you know, he gonna be once he dog he pat. Remember he healed up. So once he was straight, he could have had a bitch on speed dial. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, oh man, y'all know, know. know who else passed? I shared with y'all. It was a, a a song that a dude named Axel Leon rapped about this COVID virus. I think I sent it to both of you guys on. Yeah, uh, I saw it. it was yeah, yeah. The dude he was talking about, Fred the Godson, who's a who's a like a rapper and he from New York City. He passed away as well. 30, 32 years old, something like that. Yeah, though. No, it's, it's getting the, the young and the old. Yeah. Coffee and brunch. We can have our conversations over coffee and brunch. Ha.